Pesachim daflamid. The last thing we were discussing was hametz mixing with uh, any any food on Pesach or after Pesach. What's the din? Rav said if it's on Pesach, whether it, it's even a little bit hametz bemashu on Pesach has a problem. Whether it's the same kind, different kind. If it's not Pesach, if it's after Pesach, well, if it's the same kind, rice mixing into rice, uh, matzah into matzah, is asur. If it's something else, it's mutar. Shmuel. Held during Pesach, if it's the same kind, it's Asur. If it's a different kind, it's Mutar. If it's after Pesach, it's always Mutar. And then there's Rabbi Yohanan who said Hametz at its time is going to always be Asur. doesn't make a difference what it, get, uh, uh, what it mixes into, but it's only if it's been Oten Tam. That's like 160th. Not a Mashu, it has to be Oten Tam. After Pesach, it's going to always be Mutar. And we gave a reason to each one. And with that, we are starting Lamed Amud Aleph on top first word. Rabah is going to conclude with the Halakha. Amar The bottom line of this Mahloket is Hametz Bizmano. Hametz on Pesach. Ben Bemino. Whether it mixed with uh, something that it's uh, the same as. Rice and rice. Or uh, Matzah with uh, and Hametz Matzah. Ben Shelo Bemino. Whether it's not the same thing. Asur bemashu kerav. It's asur even with a little bit like rav. And Tosfot mentions thus that Rashin Holin is posek that min bemino is asur even in a little bit like Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbeinu Tam pushes. He says the halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda. It's not like Rabbi. And Rabbi Yehuda Gaon and uh, the halachot kedolot. They all understand batel beshishim. And he brings also in the name of Rabbi Yosef uh, Tov Elim. But at the end, uh, Tosfot says he, uh, Rabbeinu Tam didn't want to be matir with Hametz, uh, 160th. And the Shi'il taught also was posek like that, uh, they were mahmir by Hametz. Okay, and the Gemara continues, Shelo bizmano, if once Pesach passes, Ben bemino, ben shelo bemino, mutar. Even if it gives off a flavor, why we hold like Kerebi Shimon, the Hametz after Pesach is mutar minatorah. So now the Gemara asks, Did Rav really say that? That Rabbi Shimon punished. He gave a fine. You did the Avera anyways. I'm not going to reward you. I'm going to punish you. So the Gemara explains, now, when did we find the guy? When did we punish him? That's if the, the Hametz is as is. We can see it. But once it got mixed up with other stuff, no, we're not Kozer to be Yosef. Vezla Rabal Tameh and Rava goes with his reason. Tamarava Kihavinan Berav Nahman. When I was by Rav Nahman's house, Kiavunaf Keshivayo Mede Pisha after Pesach, Amarlan, he would tell us Pukuvu Zabinu Hamira the Binehila go by Hametz from the Goyim. And there is a mahlokit exactly who the Hametz originally belonged to. But bottom line, we see that he held like Rabbi Shimon that Hametz after Pesach is only a knas of Hachamim, and if you're buying it from the Goyim, there's no reason to be kones. Now we're going to drift off to uh, the pots and pans that you used on Pesach. Amarav kederot be Pesach hishabru. Any earthenware or clay uh, pots that have been used the entire year with Hametz on Pesach, break them because it's swallowed Hametz. It's absorbed inside the clay. Why don't you wait till after Pesach? And then go cook something that's not the same min and min she'eno mino. Mix them together after Pesach. It wouldn't be a problem, even according to Rav. 
So the Gemara explains, no gezera, dilma atulim abad behu, bemina, we're scared you might use uh, the pot for the same uh, mean. Ushmuel amar lo yishabru, don't break it, aval mashhedahu, lehazman, wait till after Pesach, ve'avid behu, bemino, ben beshelomino, then you could cook whether it's the same mean, different mean, bezda, Shmuel le ta'ameh, Shmuel goes according to his shita, da'amah Shmuel, lanhudim zabaneh kandeh, Shmuel would tell those who sell new pots to people after Pesach, Ashvu Akadaihi, keep the prices at a normal uh, a normal price. Ve'ilon, if you don't keep it normal, you start uh, jacking up the price. Dashinan lechuk, Rabbi Shimon. I'm going to be posek like Rabbi Shimon. So the Gemara says, Ve'lidrash lehu. Why don't you be dorashta? Deha Shmuel, Rabbi Shimon, Sebirale. Shmuel, you hold like Rabbi Shimon. Why don't you just be posek like that and then you just uh, kill the market? The problem is, Atred de Rav Hava. It was like it was in Rav's place, and Shmuel didn't want to go against Rav. There was this oven that was uh, smeared with uh, with uh, with fat of, of an animal, uh, kosher fat, I would imagine. didn't allow anyone to eat that bread, even parv, even with salt. Forever, meaning even it sounds like even if you, after you uh, you heated up the oven, you koshered the oven, whatever the case may be, still it's a sore. Why? He was scared that if you use uh, any sort of meat to bake the bread, you might uh, use it to eat uh, something kutah, uh, something made of uh, something that has the milk inside of it. So now the Gemara brings a bright metive. Wait a second. Why would you say it's asur forever? In lashinat aisa bechalav, you're not allowed to bake bread with milk. Ve'im lashin if you did kola pat kula asra the entire dough is asur nepre hergel avera because you might come to do an avera you might come to eat it with meat. Kayotzebo same story. In tashin et atanur bealia we don't uh, spread uh, the, the the oven with the with the tail of a sheep. And if you did do that, you spread it all over the oven, and then all the bread is asur. Until you light up the, the the oven. Now, what do you understand? Once you light it up, you kosher the oven, everything is mutar. It's a problem with Rabbah who said it's asur forever. You're right, it's a problem. Now, Rabbeinu David asks on the sugya, why don't you just say that Rabbi when he was Oser, it was a Tanur Shel Heres, it was a clay or earthenware oven, and that's why there was no way to be uh, to be machshir. And when uh, we have the Brayta that says it's mutar, only the bread is asur, that's uh, in a metal uh, metal oven. And Rabbeinu David explains that we have to say that Rabbi Lai's uh, psa came at a, there was, it was an actual halachal case, and he was posek, to be mahmir on the entire oven, and that's where they got the halakha from. Okay, so once we pushed Rabbi away, so why did Rav hold that any pot that you have on Pesach, you have to break it? You could just uh, you could just heat them up and do, uh, do a hagala or libun, whatever the case may be. Why you have to break it? Kosher it. When we said you're allowed to kosher the oven or anything, that's when it's metal. 
When Rav said it's asur bekdera shel cheres, we're talking about the, it was made of earthenware, and it's not going to spit out any of the isur that it absorbed. Or you could say both uh, of them are talking about earthenware. There's a difference. The oven, you have to light it from the inside. And the pot you like, you, the way you cook is from the outside. So if you're going to tell me, okay, then with the pot, just throw a fire in the inside, and that's where you kosher the inside also. The answer is, We're scared that you're not going to do a good fire, and you're not going to, you're not going to do a good libun. Uh, you're not going to kosher it properly because you're scared it's going to, it's going to break. Rashi explains that because you, you realize that it's mutat to, to light it from the inside, you might come to light it from the outside. And the Rosh explains that you might uh, not leave the fire in there long enough or, or you, you might not keep it hot the, the right amount of time because you're worried uh, it's not, uh, you're worried it's going to break. Hilkach, therefore, high buchya, there's this klicheres, which is flat. Hesekomi bachotzu, the way they light it is from uh, the, the outside, right, from under it. And if you put uh, any fat or anything, meat on top of it, asur. And if you put uh, charcoal on top, on the bottom, everywhere, shapir dame, then you're allowed to bake again. Amar le ravina, le ravashe. Ravina told ravashe. He asked him, halakha lamaseh, hane sakine bepisha hechi abdina leo. You have um, knives that you use for hametz the entire year. So the question is, why are you asking him about knives, Davka? So the Taz explains that could be that knife, since you use it, uh, you know, you press on the stake a little bit more, you use it mamash very, uh, very, very hard. So maybe Hagala is not good enough, maybe you need something else. That's why he's asking, uh, that's why Ravina was asking about knives. So Amale Ravashe tells him, Lady di Hatta I just get new ones. Amale, so Ravina tells him, Okay, you, you have money, you could go buy new knives. What about a person who can't afford it? I do no. I make them as if they're new. Meaning, I cover their uh, the, the handle part with dirt. And I put the metal part in the fire. I uh, I have it burnt. And then I take off the 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 dirt. And I put the and I put the handle into hot water. The both of them you could just throw into hot water. Will be clear rishon, but you have to put it in a clear rishon on the fire. Meaning you would put it in a pot full of hot water. That's good enough. You don't need to have it burnt by actual fire. You don't have to put it on a grill. You don't have to blowtorch it. A wooden mixing spoon, you could have it kosher by throwing it into a pot of hot water. It has to be clearly shown, a pot on actual fire. And what's his psaq? Because the same way something absorbs an isur, it's the same way it spits it out. And therefore, if you use the mixing spoon on hot water uh, to, to mix anything in the hot pot, same way, that's called, you should just put it in, and that's how the isur is going to come out. Now, they asked Amimor, 
you have clay uh, clay pots pans and plates whatever they are and they're glazed with lead can we use them on pesach if it's a yellow greenish uh, coat uh, don't ask that question it was probably made from clay that absorbs more doesn't uh, doesn't spit out so don't even bother asking what are we going to ask black and white uh, plates if there's cracks over there, we're not asking questions. Because they're for sure asur because they're absorbing and it's going to be impossible to get it out. Where's the question? If it's smooth, my what would be the halacha over there? Amale Hazina lehu midiati. Merimor said, I see that they sweat on the other side. Alma. So that means they swallow from the inside. If they're coming out from the outside, they're asur. And the Torah testified by a keli heres that it's going to stay defective. It's never the isur will never come out forever. And Tosfot says even if you put it back into the fire, that's already like creating a new pot, and it's not the same pot. So the Gemara asks, "Maishana le'anyan yain nesech the darish menemor." Well, there's a difference. By yain nesech menemor said, "Maned dekunya these glazed kelim ben uchma ben chivarei ben yirukei doesn't make a difference what color share they're mutar." Bechitema, if you want to tell me yain nesech and derabanan hametz deoraita, well, I'll tell you back. Called it takun rabanan ki ain deoraita takun. When Chachamim made a gzardin, they they were going to connect. They're going to do the same rules. As deoraita, meaning you can't say over there the yellow swallows and over there the the yellow doesn't swallow. Amale, so many more told them. Zet ashmishol de hamin vezet ashmishol. That's on in the cooking things that you use for hametz. You use it with hot, with hot water, hot fire, and yainesich. You just keep it cold, and therefore it doesn't swallow. Any keli that you used, called hametz, cereal bowls, you could use it for matzah on Pesach. Chutz, I mean bets, or except anything that you use with actual yeast, because it becomes hard hametz. Any kelim that you put uh, pickled food inside, it becomes something like where you put yeast, and and the hametz is considered very hard over there. Amarava, these big kneading bowls that they make dough in mahuza. People usually uh, bake a lot of hametz uh, inside of them. And they put the yeast and everything, and they just let it go over there. They leave it over there for a long time. Then it becomes It becomes like a bet seor, a keli that holds uh, yeast inside of it, that the hamet is very hard over there. Now, pshita, of course, what's the hidush? So, Maudetema would have said, Kevander Viha, since they're huge, Shalit Behu Avira Velo Balae. That uh, the air goes inside and it's not bolea. The air comes from outside and it's going to stop the hames from going into the pot 
and therefore it's not going to absorb hametz. Kamash malan, Rabbah comes to teach us it's still asur. And of course, the, the halachot of, of hametz mixing with uh, any food, any pot, hagalat kelim, is one of the most intricate uh, part of halacha in general. It starts over here in Orachayim Belchot Pesach, and it goes into Basar Halav, and you have the whole deen of Tarovot, and the Yainesach, and so on. And a lot of the halachot intertwine. So if and if a shayla comes up, it's not necessarily always asur. It's not always necessarily mutar. And you, one would have to ask a, a rabbi. But uh, the rishonim and the haronim here are amazing. Now the next mishnah starts. Nochri shehelvat Israel hametzo. A Jew borrowed money from a goy, gave him his hametz. I'll come pick it up after Pesach. In ten days from now, I'll give you your cash. You'll give me back my hametz. Mutar that hametz that was given to the to the nochri becomes like it belongs to the the nochri, and therefore after Pesach, if I quote unquote buy it back, then it's mine. Even when I give him back the money, it becomes like it's mine. Israel shehilvat and nochri al hametzo, and the Israel who gave money to the goy lent him borrow money, and the goy gave him hametz. Ahara Pesach, after Pesach, you can't have Hana'a, there's no benefit allowed. So if the guy comes back after Pesach and says, I don't want to uh, pay the money, you can't uh, you can't keep that Hametz, it's Asur. Now we're going to stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.